You're listening to the Yukon Honors Podcast, Agents of Change. My name is Mukund Desibatla, and I'm a double major in physiology, neurobiology, and Spanish. I'm a co-host here, and uh, I'd like to welcome Vinayak, my co-host. Welcome back, everybody. This is Vinayak Mishra. Uh, I'm an honor student here on at the Yukon campus, on a uh, junior studying molecular and cell biology with a minor in Spanish. And today we actually have two amazing new guests. Yes, this is the first time that we're welcome, uh, welcoming two guests instead of one. Um, we'd like to welcome Jonathan Sosa and Hind Ferries. Uh, they are involved in Results, which is a change-driven organization um, of ambitious students that are dedicated to fighting pov- poverty, among other things that um, they want to change in state and global legislation. So uh, Hind and uh, Jonathan, would you like to elaborate on your project and uh, your organization's mis- mission statement? Yeah, sure. So results, um, basically, like you said, it combats like issues like poverty. But the amazing thing of results is that you can take it so many other ways. You can combat uh, things like global health, like or health inequalities in the healthcare system. It's just it all ties into poverty at the end of the day. But you can just take it so many ways. And I think that's what mostly attracted me to results. Yeah, um, kind of like what just Jonathan just said, results is isn't just focused on poverty but we're focused more on the global health issues and like just overall like the chain reaction of poverty which is really really essential and it's something that results like completely like this focuses on poverty and like its chain reactions which lead to global issues as well Um, and we dedicate our time to focusing on the policy aspects of things and legislation which is really really crucial because that's where the change comes and like I can't emphasize that enough because a lot of people think that like you know just going out to protest is going to do it and that's just not the case most of the time you really need to like vouch and you need to like pass the policy yeah Yeah. results is really the front line of most things like you actually go do the stuff that people are posting about like yes you can post a photo on social media but we're actually doing that stuff and i think that's something that's so like rewarding and powerful think of yeah. right so you guys are super involved in this club um that is focused on policy driven uh changes so you have obviously we have protests and people who are interested in advocacy for different um issues that are going on uh in our communities in in the u.s and that kind of stuff but you guys are actually like taking the extra step mm-hmm. to go towards because we do live in a democracy and like change is not going to happen right. with like just protests yeah um so uh, that's super interesting to me uh, what kind of got you guys uh, started in this? I guess, like, um, I don't know if you guys were the founders for this uh, club on, like, what kind of motivated you to start this club and, like, what drove you to continue it and try to get um, super involved in it as you are now? So I was one of the founders of Results. Um, and right. um, I don't know. Like, I'm a nerd, so I always go on Student Digest and, like, I look up everything. Right. And I saw this, it says results, like, the power to end poverty. I was like, hmm, how's that attainable? Um, I clicked on it, and I was like, wait, I'm definitely going to go to this because it sounds like me. I'm very politically active. I was since I was a kid. So I clicked on it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go. So I went, and basically it was all, like, it was literally just a room of me and, like, other people that are just passionate about the cause. And I automatically just like fell in love with this club and its cause. I knew that this was for me because growing up, like it really did frustrate me to see people being like, in a sense, upset and trying to protest or trying to do other means to get like their like word across. 
but it's like nothing's changing and it's because it's they're missing the policy aspect of it and that's what i loved about results is the policy aspect so i was like this is great because like we need to show people and give them the tools to really like advocate through policy because that's what the where the real change actually comes you know right yeah i actually didn't know about results until hin told me about it so um <laughs> like poverty is a thousand percent even more important but it wasn't something that I was thinking about every day. Um, so when Hin told me this, I was kind of like, so I like decided to look into it and I just love everything about results and like what you just said for all the amazing reasons why results exist. Um, and so I decided to look into it. Um, I joined and like, I really love it because before joining results, I was never really involved in something where like you're actually doing it like firsthand, like on the front lines, like as, as, as I said. Um, so being able to join a club like that, it was, it was just like it gave me a rush, honestly. So to join it, it was just amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I think it's often uh, very difficult to vent your frustrations um, through um, yeah. an outlet that will actually make you heard. And it sounds yeah. like results yeah. really um, you were able to vouch and uh, it, it was an outlet to yeah. um, express yourself and right. be able to come together with um, this like tight knit community yeah. that was also yeah. part of this cause. But um, what what's very intriguing to me is that it is in fact a nonpartisan organization, not affiliated with any specific political party. Exactly. And right. my question is, um, how does that affect the functionality of the organization, and how does it stay cohesive when you have? Um, uh, let's, let's say like a roundtable discussion of um, people who are uh, who support like different different candidates right. Right. Um, and, and have like different a, views right, right? having yeah. opposing sides um, to like different um, legislature and stuff yeah. so. um, that's actually a really good question because being nonpartisan is so essential like going up at like the national level in the federal government like everything is not like you have to make sure mm -hmm. that all the policy that you pass is nonpartisan yeah. no matter what like the right or the left whatever it is and their heavy influences nothing can be passed unless if it's by like nonpartisan right so like so for example with results it's so essential that we are nonpartisan because our whole entire purpose is passing policy in order for that to happen we need people from all across the political spectrum to like support it um, and I noticed that because when I went to D.C. and we went to like our members of Congress and everything, um, Republican, Democrat, they love to see us in their office. They're like, oh, it's results. And like they're happy. And they actually made the time out of their day to sit with us and talk with us. Mm -hmm. And that's so essential because if you're like heavy duty right or heavy duty left, most members of Congress won't like that. They want people that are like, you know, could even out everything and just like sit with them and like leave like even their own sort of biases like keep that away and just like talk to them about you know the nitty-gritty and the policy work and that's like so so crucial yeah, yeah, i feel i agree i couldn't have said any better yeah <laughs> right and i feel like um uh for legislators legislature especially uh it's really uh important that you're able to get both sides of a certain conversation and so that you're able to actually put that together and actually have a good conversation exactly. about it to, to drive these different changes right yeah. um what are like some of uh, some of the work that Results is focusing on right now? Uh, I know you said you went to DC. Yes. Uh, what what was that DC trip for? Like, is it organized by Results? Did you can help you out with that? And um, I guess so. What are these uh, different 
projects that you're working on through results right now on campus and then also like and nationally because you did say it's a national chapter like yes. uh, organization yeah so when i went to dc um it wasn't like uh, aff- affiliated really with UConn, I would right. say, because like result- results funded the whole entire trip and everything. Mm-hmm. So we went there. It was a conference, um, and all people from results around the country and the globe basically came to the conference, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also basically in the conference we were like we started like prepping for meeting our members of Congress on Capitol Hill. So that was like fun and like intense at the same time, but it was so cool because like. There's so many people across the country there. But the things that we were like mainly working on, because when we meet members of Congress, we have to tell them what our agenda is. And that was the global fund at the time. So like making sure that the United States gives its fair share in helping um, global issue, global health issues such as tuberculosis, malaria and HIV and AIDS, which is which are the biggest Mm -hmm. killers um, in today's world. And also, we're foc- we didn't focus much on renter's credit, but we're doing it now because we are having a housing crisis in the United States. And it's important for that to like just kind of tell them, hey, look, like we're focusing a lot on the global fund right now, but also renter's credit because we have issues also going on here at home. And we need to make sure that, you know, people, homeless people and just like anyone that, you know, doesn't have a place to stay can afford that and renters credit like the whole entire policy work behind it which we are working on now um and introducing it to our members of congress is going to be so essential and it's going to save like so many lives um so people don't sleep on the street yeah and um uh kind of going off of that uh what what kind of uh are you guys doing on campus to try to get uh, lots of students involved so that they can be like a backbone to your projects because i know i'm sure uh, you guys just because like results is mm-hmm. student based here on campus like i'm sure you guys want a lot of students who are mm-hmm. able to uh call up their like uh representatives and yeah. like make this change happen because like you kind of need a ton of people for that so right and also I, I just wanted to add to that question uh is results um a student-run organization and also you said it's on an international scale i yeah. believe not just national not just which national. is and if you could expand on um how that affects um the cooperation internationally that would be amazing too yeah, so um, results. So we do lead our chapter on campus. It is student-led here, but we also still coordinate with the um, national level. So we do have like regional coordinators that we also check up with sometimes. Um, they don't tell us what to do, but they tell us how we could probably do it. And they kind of like give us advice. Um, I don't know if we meet, did you meet with them um, in the summer with the regional coordinators? Yeah, so I met with like our regional coordinator um, on the, the side of basically the yeah. U.S. And basically she also updates us and like tells us what's going on like with results, the actual like overall organization. Yeah. And she gives, supplies us the tools. So we like give it to our members yeah. and we like tell them how to like advocate and like what we're advocating for. Um, in terms of the publicity, though, on a national level, we are partners with AMSA, so American Medical Student Association, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and um, yeah, basically we partner with them on a national level too, not just here at UConn, which is great um, because our issues are closely related as well. Um, and also our Instagram page results UConn results. UConn yeah. results. It, UConn it's results. changed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's UConn results. But it's stable now. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and. and I also yeah. um, I, I was wondering uh, at least yeah. um, in your case Jonathan yes. uh, uh, when we talked earlier you said that 
um, at least from what you understood, results there was a, a strong focus on uh, mm-hmm. poverty and the, that that climate. Yes. Um, but you were also interested in other forms of advocacy. Yes. And how has uh, your involvement um, joining results? How has that opened up that yeah. avenue? And also, um, and this also applies for both yeah. of you. Um, you obviously like you enter this organization. You have your frustrations with legislation. Right. Uh, what did you learn? Like that was like you were like, wow, like this is like really interesting, like global health or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, what were other yeah. topics that really um, shocked you yeah. and got you even more in, involved in pursuing this organization? Yeah. So, like I said, I wasn't really interested. I wasn't really interested in poverty a lot. But once I was doing research, I became interested in poverty even more. But another avenue of interest that opened up for me was like the work on HIV. So right now, I'm writing up an article to pu- to publish it. Um, in one of our local newspapers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm coordinating with one of our regional coordinators on that. So, I mean, just doing the research for that article, it's been so amazing because it's been so many things that I didn't even know that were actually occurring. So with HIV, it's something that's so prevalent and you never know like like what you can do next to it. There's so many things and policies that should be set in place even still and like so much political cooperation that still needs to happen. And um, I think that there's a large, it's very polar. Like some people um, do care about it a lot, some don't. So I think that you obviously can't force someone to care about HIV or something that they don't necessarily know much about. But just giving that, like spreading that word out, I think that I can use results as an outlet to do that. So, and also shout uh, yeah. out to Jen and Aisha because they actually got published they in did. the local yes. newspapers. So yeah. they got published for um, yeah. Reach Every Child and Mother Act. Yeah. Um, so wow, that's, that's check incredible. That out. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully on, I'm next on the HIV yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, results is just such a nice outlet to do that with. Um, but yeah, definitely HIV has been one of the things I've learned much more, more about aside from poverty mm-hmm. right. and results. How about you, Hint? Um, for me... Basically, when I went to D.C., I noticed something really, like, shocking. I noticed that, like, you know, me being a person of color, right? I noticed that there was a lot of people in the org. There weren't a lot of people in the org that were of color. So I was, like, one of the few. And I was sitting there. And it's, uh, like, it's amazing to have everybody kind of, like, you know, be there and try to be a voice. But most of the people that are impacted by poverty and all of these things are marginalized communities. And I just found that interesting. That was also something that like sparked my interest because we do need more people of color in this organization. And we do need more yes. people of com- color, excuse me, involved because we're letting like, non-col- like non-colored people just kind of speak for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think that we could do better. And that definitely is something that I want to bring back to UConn and make sure that like, you know, we get, you know, more people of color like involved in the org so yeah i think when you asked me a question on what one of my frustrations was earlier and like i think now that based on what hint said um i remembered one of mine which was like there's so many political representatives are representing us who don't really know what we've been through and stuff like that which was such a big and has been for like most of my life such a big frustration like how am i like how do you expect someone to represent you when they don't even know like what someone's living conditions are like like if they get to eat one day or not or exactly like the disadvantages that they face every single day right so. that actually reminds me uh, one of our uh, guests from last week yeah. Wawa she actually was able to advocate for food insecurity and oh, she made man. a great point like yeah. uh, why would you take a three hour round trip on the bus to be yeah. able to um, let your voice be heard right. and that's a huge mm-hmm. point and mm-hmm. um, like you said Hin, right like represent- representation of participants of color uh, 
really for a change driven organization for the agents for advocacy they really need to represent yeah. what their frustrations are right. so you really need like a diverse yeah. pool of candidates right. to be able to advocate of course right yeah. you can't just take like one group mm-hmm. of s- students like say you have like six people in your club you can't really just take the six people's opinions yeah. and kind of drive your change through yeah. there exactly but you kind of want like the involvement from people of all the different backgrounds yeah. like, which obviously you weren't able yeah. to see at like the yeah the and it's needed because like right. most people impacted you know are people of color mm-hmm. and that's so important like we need to have you know people of color like you know basically they're vouching right. for like their own communities too right and so how are you how are you trying to get um more students involved in your club so that you ha- you do have like this baseline of uh more undergrads um who are able to like kind of speak out on like uh issues that they're uh, very passionate about like I know Sosa got involved because he was mm-hmm. so passionate about um, mm-hmm. like other avenues other than poverty but then slowly also got involved with poverty mm-hmm. yeah so how are you trying to reach out to more of these students um, and kind of uh, have like this baseline of students who are um, who have like different sides to issues well I think that just how just like the people in, in policy should be diverse our ideas and results also should be diverse yeah, so I think I that's a really big way that we can get a lot of people um, you know, not just talking about poverty, mm-hmm. obviously, of course. And um, I mean, I guess for right now, really, since results are so new on campus, just um, advertising results. That's yeah. how we're going to get mm-hmm. people. Like, uh, definitely our Instagram page. Yes. And keep, like, in touch with us. Sure. Like, right. mm-hmm. we're definitely going to, like, I've had a lot of people, like, asking me, like, they want to join. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm getting them down and, like, hopefully next semester, yeah. like, it becomes much, yeah. much bigger. And right. sharing this podcast, yeah. too. That's yes. how we're going to get <laughs> of course. people. Make yes, sure you guys uh, yeah. follow them on Instagram. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, we're really glad that um, yeah. y- you're able to um, a- at least... Uh, show your organization's purpose um, on campus because that's yeah. big right. you yeah. I mean it sounds like it's a very it's on a such an international scale yeah. um, and it's actually like one of the first times I've heard yeah. something with such a huge community globally yeah. being able to yeah. uh, at least um, b- build its foundation yeah. on campus yeah. that's huge uh, yeah. so I guess uh, after your conference in DC um, what what, what did you bring back from it? I, I guess I'm, I'm really intrigued by at least how that event yeah. went. The, it was not just an event. It was a conference. Yeah. yeah. Right. So how did how did that um, at least uh, you already shared that like it, it was very interesting meeting other people who are mm-hmm. advocating for change. But what have you brought back to UConn and what are your future projections? Right honestly like also connections I, I also want back meaningful friends like i literally have friends in kansas and like dc it's like so cool yeah and cali and everywhere um but also like i definitely brought back the resources and tools because i felt like a little before i wasn't like as guided but now i feel like more guided and i have the tools for advocacy and that's important now because like i'm obviously going to be showing that to our members that join us and like obviously having that like organized clear agenda is is definitely like essential for any org to have right and it kind of shows proof to like incoming students that hey like we have done this and like we're involved with this and like this is the change that we can bring so you're actually giving them uh, like actual like tangible data on like what can be done with this so right. that yeah. they're actually able to join that's super super interesting and yeah. also just um like having connections with your members of congress because like they remember you they see your face right. you send them an email they know who you are mm-hmm. like they're not going to turn it down because they know you see them every single year right. and like throughout the year you're going to go to like your members of congress so they know who you are and i think that's so important <laughs> that for, is like, really anything. yeah that's absolutely that's really important um i, I what, I, what I really find fascinating is actually how you you accept uh, 
uh, different forms of expression. Um, like, mm -hmm. for example, uh, Jonathan, you're yeah. writing an article for a local newspaper. Yeah. Uh, there was a publication earlier this year. Yeah. Um, so how, how have you incorporated that and how is that not limited participants of uh, any major? Like, how have you, at least for um, targeting a st like student participation, yeah. right? Like, how, how have you been able to um, market it su such yeah. that anyone can, uh, can contribute? Uh, whether it's through writing, whether it's through traveling to conferences, like how yeah. have you been able to capture that? Well, I mean, you want to go? No, you can go. No, you can well, go. well, that's <laughs> how by doing these things, that's how we're going to capture these people. Um, we can't like force anyone to join, but like we hope that by what we're doing, it that attracts people. Mm -hmm. So like obviously, like you know, if I get published or when I do. I'm gonna share that. Hopefully, that's gonna attract some people to join I mean, to the club. Also, and me and you are like STEM majors. Yes, yeah, so and that's, that's another shocking yeah. like point. Right. Me and Jonathan are STEM majors. Wow. Yeah. And so. we're definitely like not like yeah. poli sci or anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because I feel like no matter what your background yeah. is, it's so important to come and fight for a really, really good cause. Yeah. Right. Like we sleep very comfortably in our beds every <laughs> single day, and some people like. There's a lot of people that don't have that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big thing that a lot of people think is that, like, you can't really, like, just because, I don't know, like, you, you can't, like, be diverse or something. Like, people mm -hmm. expect you to do just poli-sci things or just mm -hmm. STEM yeah. things. Like, you yeah, can like, do so much. Like, you can't be limited. And, right. You know? Especially for uh, marginalized populations. It's yeah. just um, everyone has a voice, and that's kind yes. of, I, I think... Um, at least that's what I'm learning yeah. from your organization. And it's like, it doesn't matter your major, your of background. Course. It doesn't matter wh wh whether you've advocated yes. uh, earlier, right? Like right. during your childhood, this is the time. Yeah. We're students, we're a student-driven uh, organization yes. and we have a voice, yes. Congress hears us. So I think that's yeah. really amazing. I th uh, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I think a lot of it is like, so like I believe a lot in that a lot, everyone has a voice. It's just knowing how to use your voice and knowing mm -hmm. how to amplify that so that you can reach so many, many people, people. Mm -hmm. so that's what really is that's what results is doing honestly yeah. So. yeah that's super nice um and i i think we've been able to like really highlight that even through our podcast mm -hmm. uh with our previous members or like our uh, ho um people we've interviewed before where like we've had like people from like stem majors doing like journaling or yeah. uh yeah. political science majors doing like bme research and that kind of stuff so it's like super interesting to see this diversity here all fields come together right yeah that's the best. Yeah. especially yeah. here at uconn with the resources yeah. that are available right and i yeah. actually i just like that was a good point uh Vinayak, uh talking about uconn's resources because yeah. i think this is really what we like to fe feature on the podcast because right. especially for uconn students and we are all um we're all people that access these resources, but right. uh, I guess what is what is something that um, you want UConn students to know about your organization, how it's an outlet, and how has um, UConn supported you through this process? Because obviously you have connections internationally, mm -hmm, yeah. but what's so integral to change on campus, this campus, is UConn uh, resources. I think that whoever's listening to this right now, like if you care about something, you can do that through results. Like. I don't care what it is you could um, because results, like I yeah. said before, it's just so flexible. You can do so many things with it. Mm -hmm. Before stuff. I found this org, I definitely was like considering making my own one that was mm -hmm. similar to this one. I was like, oh, like because at that time, like results didn't exist. Right. So I was just like, oh, my God, there isn't an org that kind of just like has everything that I want. And then like, boom, sophomore year, I was mm -hmm. just, like at the I mean, at the end of freshman year, um, I found out that like there was someone that was so passionate about it and even though she graduated she mm -hmm. bought she introduced the idea of results to UConn 
And I think that's so important. Like we do have passionate students on campus right. and I love that so much. Like and, it's great. And UConn is able to provide like uh, different like uh, sources or like ways to expand on like exactly. ideas that people are interested yeah. in. Like if you're, you were, if somebody is interested and in And we like, have the name too. Right. Yeah. And if somebody's <laughs> interested in starting an organization yeah. that doesn't exist, like it's super accessible for um, students to start it, which um, is the case here. Yeah, it, exactly. it, it sounds like I mean, you have different organizations that support you. Uh, yeah. I mean, UConn, uh, yeah. it, it, it supports through funding. Right. And so so did, like, the conference was funded by Results. You have AMSA. Exactly. So you have people that hear you, mm-hmm. and you also have right. such a um, diverse community that can potentially become yeah. involved. Right. So with that, I just wanted to yeah. um, ask about how specifically, um, like, you, how your journeys as leaders um uh, essentially how how was growth um, as a leader catalyzed through your involvement in this organization mm-hmm. I was gonna add before I yeah go ahead, question, go ahead. but um, when I went to DC they love UConn students there like literally say UConn like they love the students they know that like yeah. you know how our school is and our reputation and it's, it's really beneficial and helpful yeah. it's amazing yeah. but in terms of what you said as a leader I feel like I'm definitely growing like from freshman year in to now almost reaching senior year, like yeah. I definitely grew in so many ways. I feel like that, you know, I've become more like open-minded to other ideas, other beliefs. And um, I just like, I don't know. I, I feel like that I'm not like scared. Like I yeah. used to mm-hmm. before, like where I just sit in my dorm room. Like because I'm you, actually you, go out now. <laughs> you were also involved in advocacy earlier but how has this uh, at least um, supported you and helped you uh, project your ideas I feel like it's so different because you literally have so many networks and connections like around the country and they're all passionate about the same cause whereas before like it was just so local and I just felt like oh it's just us and then like I just didn't sense that unity that results brings yeah yeah how about you, Jonathan, uh, especially through your writing? Uh, did yeah. you ever think that you would be um, writing something that would be uh, yeah. inducing change in, right. in, in, in a, the campus setting? As a STEM major. Yeah, I did not. I honestly did not um, ever imagine that for myself. Um, I think going back to your old, earlier question, like I think results has made me much more bold, ambitious, and like way more like um like knowing of what's happening around me and stuff so i think that like i can translate that into my writing and share that and so like reach a lot of people and stuff um yeah uh yeah i think that's uh, super interesting how you guys were um able to especially you hin where um uh, you were interested in this idea and like uh found out about it and you like uh laid the framework for what and uh, results is now mm-hmm. and then how sosa was attracted to this yeah. Uh, and now you guys are trying to reach um, a larger population to try to push these ideas. And and I really love how uh, this organization is uh, more focused on like policy-driven action and advocacy rather than mm-hmm. uh, just um, like protesting and like yeah. all the other types other of types advocacy that is present there, um, which um, I found super super interesting. Yeah. I also yeah. find interesting that it's a student-driven organization yeah. because I feel like students are they, they, this is the change of the next de- uh, yeah. decade, right? Yeah. And it's like if we find an outlet for congressmen to hear yeah. us change will happen yeah. they remember us and like you said him they remember yukon especially yeah, exactly. for that yeah. uh so I, I just wanted to um uh conclude um with um basically we our listeners we want to um at least provide advice for people that are vaguely even even like slightly interested or even have an, using change or even have an idea i even have an idea right yeah. because 
it sounds like both of you um, grew and became more aware. And I think that's huge because um, a lot of uh, a lot of people, especially incoming students and freshmen, they they don't know what to advocate for. They don't know what's going on and how they can contribute. So um, especially for people who are not as informed, but want to become part of uh, a catalyst for change. How would you um, how do you how do you suggest that they become involved? Well, I would just I would say just do it. I mean, if you look at historical like movements that have happened, a lot of them have been like college students aggregating together yeah. and just making movements themselves. And um, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just history repeating itself. If you join results, you're like you're most likely really going to make a change like you really will. Exactly. And also, like like I said just previously, um, it's scary, like getting out of your like yeah, little bubble mm-hmm. and like, you know, really hear, hearing raw um, experiences and what people experience so it, like in terms of poverty in, ter- mm. in terms of global health issues it's it definitely can make you also uncomfortable because like it might be something that you experienced so but getting out of your comfort zone and like out of your bubble and realizing like you know there are people that are really going through a lot right now and I have like the voice for that and to make a change is so important yeah yeah I think that's really amazing. And again, yeah. thank you both, Jonathan and Hind, for coming on. Thank you. Coming on having us. <laughs> thank you. We, we really um, we're, we're thrilled to hear um, yeah, about the progress and also the future projections of yeah. your organization. And I think it's really important to um, to tell to tell students of any major, any background right. that you can advocate. Right. You are an agent of change, yeah. essentially. Of so um, yeah. with that, uh, thank you so much. We will provide uh, details um, for anyone that is interested in joining either results or um, any similar yes. causes. Uh, Hind and Jonathan will yes. have your contact of details course. down below. Thank you. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank listening. You, we, hope uh, to, yeah, we, hope to, we hope to be back on here. Again. Absolutely. Yeah. And we would, love, we would love to hear <laughs> about your change. progress. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank so you. So with that, um, we will conclude and we'll be back next week with a new story. This is Agents of Change, UConn Honors Podcast.